0: Hi, I'm Molly Weinberg and I'm a Philly based lifestyle influencer who gives all the deets when it comes to wellness, travel, even entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Molly Weinberg Podcast, where I chat with experts ranging from gut health specialists to fashion icons and everything in between. I want to share all the specifics to help you live your best life. I'm not sparing any details. Yep, no questions are off limits. Every week, you will walk away from each episode feeling more motivated and more informed than before. Tune in weekly to the Molly Weinberg Podcast to never miss a beat.
1: For me personally, when I'm interacting with people, it makes me crazy. This is probably my biggest pet peeve with influencers Mm -hmm. is when an influencer reaches out and they just say to you, it's in the requests because they've never tried the product. And they just say, I've been dying to try this product. Do you want to collab? And you're like,
0: dot, dot, dot.
1: What does that mean? Did you hear that
0: that is the sound of a delicious strawberry vanilla sparkling tonic from olipop my absolute favorite flavor but to be honest all of them are so so good i'm sure this is giving it away but today's episode is with arielle weisport who is the customer experience and influencer manager at olipop her favorite flavor is actually root beer, but let me tell you, she swears orange squeeze is a close second. Aria loves finding new snacks at the grocery store and is beverage obsessed. You'll hear in this episode she and I were in such sync when it comes to so many things, especially being in love with beverages at all times throughout the day. You can check out her beverage finds at buy me a bev on Instagram. If you've never tried Olipop or if you are a loyal customer like myself, you'll definitely want to use code Molly10 at drinkolipop.com to get 10% off your entire order. And if you listen to the very end, you'll see there's a little giveaway opportunity for all those listening. With that, let's welcome Arielle to the show and cheers to Olipop. I am so happy that I am speaking with you right now. I've already prefaced that I am like giddy and head over heels obsessed with Olipop. So be able to speak with someone from Olipop is like a dream come true. I'm beverage obsessed, just how you said you were. And the fact that like this has my attention every single day, I am in it to win it when it comes to Olipop. I'm curious how you first found the brand.
1: Yeah. I started with Olipop as a consumer. Um, in like May of 2020, obviously pandemic, we're all at home hanging out. Um, I got laid off from my job and I was super obsessed with beverages. That was like, I would go to the grocery store, my once a week grocery store trip. And I would just buy like $50 worth of beverages. And that was like, what was bringing me the most joy during the pandemic. And I found Olipop and I was like, this is delicious. I was like, this is so cool that there's fiber in the, in the beverage. So I reached out to them, just totally random. And I was like, Hey, whatever you guys need me to do, I'm around. Just let me know. And they got back to me like mid September. We went back and forth. Um, and then we chatted, they said, Hey, like we need someone to do CX. We want to bring you on part-time. And I was like, amazing. Let's do it. Kind of a weird way to start a job. (laughs) I feel like, um, but I mean, it worked out really well. Now I'm I'm full-time. I just had my one-year anniversary with Olipop and it's been the best. I love it so much.
0: That's amazing. So what was your experience prior to Olipop that you were able to come to the brand and be like, I can do XYZ for you?
1: Yeah. So previously I've worked in customer support. So when I originally reached out to Olipop, I said i worked in customer support and I also have done social media management for different brands. So when I reached out to them, I said, like these are kind of my skills, these are my interests, you know, I'm I'm here to do whatever you guys really need. And when I started at Olipop, it was a it was a very big shift because Olipop calls it customer experience. And I think that there is absolutely a difference between customer support and customer experience. Those are two very different things. And when you hear a brand talk about customer support, it kind of tells you the level of experience that you're going to get and the quality of your treatment. Because Olipop is kind of a smaller brand, we're able to treat our customers the way that we want to be treated a lot more and really make sure that every part of it is is truly an experience. Since I've started at Olipop, I've dived, dived, through dough.
0: You went uh, swimming. <laughs> I,
1: I dove in and started doing a lot more influencer management. So that's become like a big, a big part of my role. I would say like 50-50. I mean, I think my biggest goal in doing all that is kind of like I have a customer experience point of view when I'm interacting with influencers because I want I want everyone to feel like they're a, a friend and I want everyone to feel like they're community. And I feel like that's kind of unique with brands where the influencers do feel like they're part of a community. I feel like a lot of brands make it very transactional. And our our biggest thing at, at Olipop is that we want all of our influencers to feel like they have a personal connection to the brand and they can reach out anytime. And they, they know, oh, Ariel at Olipop will get me hooked up. I can chat with her like whatever it is that they need. So that's kind of like our approach and why our approach is a little bit different. And I think that that plays a big role into why people are so obsessed with the brand is that they do feel like they have a more personal connection with it. Sorry, that was such a tangent from what you asked me.
0: No, it was great. This is why oh. podcasts are awesome because it just keeps going and like it's yeah. <laughs> like all the juice we love. Yeah. Similar to what you just said, Jenny from our place yeah. said something pretty much spot on like my whole connection to our place was about the Persian culture of making Tadiq and that's how I first saw it and followers were sending it to me saying have you seen this have you made this oh my gosh and Jenny was like you know what you fit so naturally like the alignment could have yeah. been better because you were obsessed and we liked you and with Olipop it's like I am beverage craves. Like I have a funny hashtag on the story sometimes, three beverages. I love it. I can't go I'm like right here. Beverage. I have two yes. right
1: now. So yeah, there you go. Two.
0: This is my favorite, the strawberry meal. Strawberry meal is so
1: good. Oh, it's so good. High weight in my day. It's like the thing that I look forward to in my day. And so I have to save it for that point where I'm like, oh, I just, I'm so over this day. And then I have my Olipop and then I'm like, okay, now I can get through the rest of this day. Like, there we go. <laughs>
0: I actually wanted to ask you, what is your take on how many a day? Is it one a day? That's like the Yeah. Best.
1: So since Olipop has, um, nine grams of fiber, which is kind of bonkers, that's a third of your daily recommended fiber. Typically we, rec- we recommend starting with one a day, kind of seeing how your body adjusts. People aren't used to eating as much fiber as they should be eating. So your body can take time to adjust to that level of fiber. And if you do too much at once, you're pooping you're pooping. (laughs) I typically do one a day. Also, like I personally like that it's my special treat for the day. So I feel like I don't want to go overboard, go too crazy. And then it's like, you don't value it as much, I guess. Like you don't enjoy it as much.
0: I fully relate to this. There will be people who listen to this and be like, are these girls like off their rockers? Yeah, It's a drink, but I fully get it. I save it until I'm ready to fully enjoy. So when I was growing up, my mom would make like bagel locks for the four of us in our house. And she would pour a tall glass of orange juice. And if you eat locks, it's so mm-hmm. salty, so you're really thirsty. But orange juice <laughs> back in like 1999, whatever, let's say was a treat in air quotes. So she would say, don't drink your orange juice for thirst. Drink your orange juice for taste. That's almost how I associate Olipop. Like I'm not drinking it when I'm like so thirsty. I'm drinking it when I want to really enjoy something tasty.
1: Yes, absolutely. For me, it's like I want to relax. I want to have my delicious beverage. I don't really like to drink it while I'm working because it's like this is like the business side. You know what I mean? I like to have my Olipop. Like that's my treat. That's my pleasure. 100% totally on the same page with you.
0: Do you know, are there health benefits if you drink it before a meal versus during versus after? It doesn't really matter.
1: I don't think it really matters. Life is all about balance. And I think like a lot of people go for Olipop instead of having, if you're having pizza, you're having pizza night. And instead of having like sugary soda that you, you're used to associating with pizza night, you go for an Olipop and it's kind of like balances out two kind of things. Like soda is bonkers when you think about how much sugar is in a soda and so, if you're mm-hmm. having a pizza and you're going to have like regular Coke, like in my opinion, that's not a meal at that point. That's just like, that's not fueling your body, mm-hmm. the no amount of sugar thing. in that. Yeah, exactly. So, we see a lot of lollipop with food on the actual can. It says sparkling
0: tonic. And I'm curious why sparkling tonic opposed to like, maybe not the words soda alternative or healthy soda. These aren't the right words. These sound horrible. They would not be able to market it, but why tonic opposed to a different term?
1: My understanding of it is that Tonics are typically supposed to give you like a healthful benefit. So there's like some kind of healthy benefit to a tonic. And if you look at the ingredients in Pop, it's all plant-based, non-GMO, like vegan friendly, again, fiber, prebiotics, which a lot of people don't know what prebiotics are. It's the like bacteria that feeds the probiotics in your gut. So you can take probiotics, you can take probiotics all day long, but if you don't have prebiotics and you're not feeding those probiotics, those probiotics aren't going to benefit you the way that they should. But it is, I mean, a soda alternative for sure. And a lot of people reach for it as a soda alternative. People reach for it as a kombucha alternative. I've definitely heard people who say like, kombucha is too fizzy for me makes my stomach hurt, like not feel good. And Olipop doesn't have that effect. It probably means not a doctor, not a scientist. Again, probably means like that there is an imbalance in your gut and in your microbiome. So feeding those, those gut bacteria is going to help and make you feel a little bit better.
0: The ingredients, when I first found Olipop, I was like, how on earth is this going to taste good? And I'm reading it again. And I still think that I still think the ingredients. You're you like would never cassava
1: root, yes, like exactly. nopal cactus. What the heck? Yeah. Yes. The ingredients are crazy. And the fact to me, like when you pour it into a glass and it looks like this, like pink strawberry vanilla, pink, delicious beverage, and it's not like brown, like roots or something is crazy to me.
0: Totally. It really is. So microbiome yes. and prebiotics, probiotics, it is such a hot topic yeah. right now. And I'm realizing that the research and development that must have gone into Olipop had to have taken place not months ago, years ago. And it's interesting how there's such an influx of products that are being brought to the market to consume. So how does Olipop, from a marketing standpoint, really
1: stand out? that's a great question. Our founders, Ben and David, have been working on Olipop and have been working together for about 10 years. So definitely a long time. Um, our formulator, his name's Ben, when he, um, was a kid, he was overweight, he's consuming the standard American diet, just like sugar, gluten, dairy, all that stuff. And didn't really like make the connection that what he was eating was, was directly impacting his quality of life. He had a big realization that soda, I mean, soda is one of the most consumed packaged goods. And it's one of the highest contributors of sugar to the standard American diet. And he had a realization like, this is something everybody drinks. How can I make this better? And like you said, prebiotics, probiotics are super, they're super busy right now. A lot of products that have claims that they contain prebiotics or probiotics, the claims aren't necessarily accurate. And I think that Olipop containing nine grams of fiber is pretty next level. When you compare it to other products that are on the market, I think that the ingredients are really, the ingredients are what make it very unique. Even some of our competitors, I was looking at another fiber beverage and I was looking at the ingredients. I was like, okay, like this looks kind of cool. And I was looking at the ingredients and it had corn fiber in it. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I am not a cow. I do not eat corn. Like to me that even that alone makes Olipop a little bit I mean, a lot of bit different than other products on the market. We also don't use cane sugar in Olipop, which to me I think is a big deal. And there's so many like alternative sweeteners out there now. And everyone has their different preferences and everyone has their, their versions to different sweeteners. We get people all the time who are like, could you make an Olipop with allulose or erythritol or this or that? And we, our goal is to use the most natural sweetening option. All of those other things, like those are all chemicals. Those are not plant-based. <laughs> so that's like the differentiator, no cane sugar, real plant ingredients which really isn't the case for a lot of the other options. So yeah, I think that's what makes it stand out. And I also think like we were talking about a little bit before, like just the community aspect. For us, that is our biggest thing. And that is our biggest priority. We launched our our grape flavor in June, I want to say. And we launched that flavor because it was our most requested flavor from customers. So that was good. And it's so good. It's I, so it's good. It's so good. Yeah. I, I have
0: one left in my fridge and my husband asked me every single day if he can have it. And I tell him every single day, I am saving it because I, I'm treasuring this. I have a
1: problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, for the right moment, for sure. It's so delicious. A big thing for us, like purple is not a flavor. So we used real grape juice in it and you can taste the difference. It's so delicious. But that like for us, that was our most requested flavor from customers so we said like let's do it what's stopping us so i think the community aspect is a big deal for us making sure that we're we're making people feel like as good as they can feel inside and out when we have customers who write to us and say like hey can you cancel my order like i'm in the middle with hurricane ida we had people writing to us saying like I'm in the middle of a hurricane. Like, can you cancel my order? We're looking at that and saying, this is horrible. How would we want a brand to react if we reached out to that brand and had that issue? Would we want the brand to say no? Like, go heck yourself, get over it? No. So we want to go above and beyond. And I think making you feel good on the inside, making you feel good on the outside, that's a big part of what we do and why I think it is it is different. I think that makes it very unique.
0: That's incredible. Thank you. Really? Switching gears to influencer marketing. Yeah. It's a big
1: a big yeah. field.
0: <laughs> what do you look for in a partner? Do you have to be strategic? I'm assuming there's hundreds, if not thousands of c- creators messaging, Olipop, emailing Olipop on a daily basis. What is that looking like?
1: Yeah. So we do get a lot of requests, <laughs> a lot of requests every day of people who do want to work with us. There's different ways that brands work with people. You know, you have people that you do like a flat paid partnership with. You have your affiliates, you have ambassadors, you have people you do gifted collaborations with. I think that's I think that's pretty common with different brands. For me personally, when I'm interacting with people, it makes me crazy. This is probably my biggest pet peeve with influencers mm-hmm. is when an influencer reaches out and they just say to you, it's in the requests because they've never tried the product. And they just say, I've been dying to try this product. Do you want to collab? And you're like,
0: dot, dot, dot.
1: What does that mean? For me, when we're inundated with these requests and you're an influencer, you need to stand out and you need to do something that says, hey, I'm truly passionate about this. You're not just one of a 100 brands that I'm just copying and pasting the message to. What I look for with people is people who come and have a message and they're like, hey, I love Olipop. I've tried root beer. I've had this flavor. I've tagged you multiple times and you can see that I've been obsessed with it and I have this amazing idea for a collaboration and it's X and Y and Z. What do you think? And those are the people that I'm like, okay, I'm going to put effort into this. You've thought this out. You have a plan. You've tried the product and you're obsessed with it. Those are the people for me that I'm like, you've put the effort in. I love it. I love to see that. And those are the people that ultimately we're more likely to work with. That's what I look for. Is I want to see that people are, are putting in that effort. It's so, so easy to go into Instagram. You can write out a message. Hey, love your product. I want to collab. Heart emoji. Copy. Send that to 700 different brands and just see who's going to respond that's not like very attractive. If you're a brand, that's not saying like, wow, this person's so passionate. That's just saying, I don't know how many people you sent this to. I'm one of a million brands. If you're an influencer and you truly want to work with a brand, you got to kind of, you got to court them a little bit. You got to make them feel a little special, like take them to dinner, buy them flowers, like do the whole (laughs) thing, you know, like something, something make us feel special. And also like different people are good at different at different things, I think that's important. An influencer who does YouTube videos might not really do as well of a job as someone who does story posts or feed posts. Like there's so many different things and and I think it's, it's important for people to kind of find what works best for them and find the brands that they mesh with the best. If you're a health and wellness influencer and you're like health and wellness, health and wellness, I'm posting about health and wellness and working with health and wellness brands, and then all of a sudden out of left field, you're like posting about a milk company. I don't know. Then your audience probably is not going to respond to that. Really well. So I think like that's important too. It's like making sure as an influencer that you're finding brands that really mesh with what your goals are. I think that's so important.
0: When I email brands, I often think about the messages or emails that I get from brands that yes. I hate or love. Yes, and sometimes I'll get a message or an email. Sometimes the emails really blow me away. Where like they took the time to write, you know, "Hi Molly, we love your account. We think your photos are awesome. We'd be willing to work with you for three posts, two videos, where they outline seven it. stories, and you get fifty percent off." And I'm just like, first of all, you don't even follow me. So what yeah. do you mean you love my account and your yeah. photos? And second of all that's not a deal. No, (laughs) I'm not creating this content for free and paying for the product. It's just wild to me. So when I'm pitching brands, exactly what you said, you need to come prepared, honest, don't try and fake it. Like really email brands, people, companies that you are invested in and a forever customer for, because that's where I've found like the best synergy for me.
1: For sure. I think it's so funny when brands do that. We love seeing pictures of your kid and you're like, I don't have a kid, what? And they're like, and here's a 10% off coupon. And you're Mm -hmm. like, do it? That is just so bonkers to me, like that brands think that that's okay. I mean, we don't get me wrong. We do gifting campaigns and I think that gifting campaigns can be very successful, but I think that the expectation has to be there. So if I'm doing a gifting campaign, I'm reaching out to someone, I'm saying, hey, we launched it, the sprouts, the whole foods in your area. Can we send you a case? And if you feel so inclined, you share it with your followers.
0: A hundred percent. That's that that is the way to do it. That is the only way to do it.
1: That's, that's the expectation. Like that's setting the expectation. I know going into it, if they don't post it, not the end of the world, they're still going to enjoy the product, but I'm not saying in order for us to send product, you need to do these 45 story slides, an hour long YouTube video. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that expect- expectation. And I also think like as an influencer, you need to advocate for yourself. I feel like we always are hearing these stories of like influencers who didn't get paid or whatever happened, getting screwed over by brands. You need to, to be a front and you need to say like, this deal won't work for me because X and Y and Z. Or this deal is awesome because X and Y and Z. So I think that that's like, that's a big part of it. And I think like on both ends, like the deal has to be mutual. It has to work for both parties. And if it doesn't like talk about why talk about what can be changed. That's very important is that it is mutual partnership and it should, it should feel mutual. Like everyone involved should feel like they're getting something out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. For someone who's listening to this episode and feels so strongly about Olipop and they completely resonate with what you're saying, they love the brand. Where do you recommend people reach out for potential partnerships, collaborations, gifts? Yeah, I love that.
1: Um, I'm in the DMs every day, so feel free to shoot us a DM. Another tip I have a little tip is if you are emailing a brand, include your links to your accounts. That's my another big pet peeve is people who email us and they don't include the links. They just include their handle. Be sure that you're linking to your account. It makes things so much easier for your partners, but yeah, if you want to partner with us or you're listening to this and you're super stoked about Ollipop, feel free to send us a DM, say, hi, hello, it's me responding to you and we can chat. We can figure it out. Thank you for that. Yes.
0: How do you balance being present as the brand, let's say 24-7, while also being Ariel and working for Olipop separately from managing a social account? Yeah,
1: that's a really good question. I mean, why I got hired for my job originally is because my voice is very similar to like the brand voice, very cheeky, very fun. I mean, my my boss has said like, we hired you because it sounds like you're talking to your BFF. So I I feel like that's kind of <laughs> like... The lines do get blurred um, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. If someone, you know, posts a picture of their dog, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with your puppy. And I think that that's totally fine. That is kind of like our brand voice, fun and cheeky and just like fun to be around. And, you know, like feeling like it's someone you can chat with and you're connected with. We're not a brand where the response is like, LOL, I'm never going to respond lol and nothing else to someone like it's so boring <laughs> so, so boring. when I'm like responding I think like how would I want a brand to respond to me when I'm when I'm posting or tagging them or excited about them so that's kind of like the lines do get blurred but um I am allowed to use a lot of emojis so I don't think it's a problem that's that the lines so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so fun my emojis are in constant use and uh sometimes i'm like do people even take me seriously anymore like i post a story a million emojis i post it in feed photo a million emojis so yeah.
1: my boss is like okay like can you add more emojis like that's my like work feedback it's like we need more emojis in this text like <laughs> anytime we're like our team is like oh can you read this this text block or i'm writing this for this purpose like everyone is always like i added this emoji here like we're so pro emoji. So (laughs) I think that, yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's a really fun like way to be able to interact with just dancing. The dancing girl emoji is like my that's my favorite the signature the, in the re- little red dress. And she's like, yes, Ta-ta-ta. I love that emoji. <laughs> wow. This is meant to be that's so really, good. Like,
0: my go to. That's that's me. Like any text.
1: Every Olipop Instagram DM is like the dancing girl emoji because <laughs> it's me being like, woo-hoo.
0: OK, so I did post on Instagram stories and yeah. said, like, are there any questions you guys would like answered? There's a ton of questions. So oh I'm gosh, just I love that. Read you. Please respond. And then. We'll see yeah. what happens. Okay. Is this sparkling tonic safe for
1: all ages? Um, so we do have a ton of parents who love to give their kids Olipop. We I mean, I personally would prefer to give my kids a plant-based soda as opposed to like 40 grams of sugar, but that's me personally. Always recommend talking with your healthcare provider when adding anything new to your diet.
0: This was asked a couple times, but I kind of combined into one yeah. question. When will Ollipot be available in regular markets and retail stores, for instance?
1: Like a Great party. question. We are currently in a few targets in different states, um, kind of doing like a little soft launch with them and seeing how that goes. So fingers crossed for next year that will be in a few more targets. But other stores, Kroger, we're in Kroger, Kroger's baby stores, regional Kroger stores. <laughs> Um, like Fred Meyer and Safeway and Ralph's Myers. I think that's a Midwest store. We're in Fresh Time. We're in Sprouts, Whole Foods. We're in a ton of stores, probably more than you think. So definitely check it out. Drinkollipop.com. We have a store locator. We're also on Amazon and Walmart.com.
0: Yes. Perfect time to plug this. You can use Molly 10 at drinkolipop.com for 10% off your order. Um. Okay. Most popular
1: flavor. Top three most popular flavors: strawberry, vanilla, for sure. Vintage cola and root beer. And wow. if you haven't had the root beer, it is so freaking good. I love the root beer so much.
0: It doesn't even make sense that it's like not real soda. Like, is yeah. That okay to say
1: when you drink it, you're like, oh my gosh, like this has forty grams of sugar. This is mm-hmm. not good for me. And then you turn it over and you're like, what? Yeah. Like what?
0: It's crazy in a good way. <laughs> Lots of branding questions. So oh. I am obsessed with the branding. What were three musts when it came to the art direction of this brand?
1: I was not involved in the original can branding. We has been around since 2018. So that's when the, the branding was kind of like solidified. Some of like our brand guidelines i guess like when we're looking at a can we like having all the cans like kind of go together um so like the colors we like that they're like tied into each other in certain ways we love the logo we we spend a lot of time the whole team is always involved in picking the logos for new flavors with the grape we'll, we'll get 30 options of the grapes are this way or the grapes are that way or there's a stray grape so A lot of like very detail oriented and and the team kind of all gives their input. Like, I hate that there's like an extra grape or I hate when with the grape turned to the left. So we look at like all the cans together and how they kind of fit cohesively. And also because, you know, when you're looking at the the grocery store, all the cans are going to be together on the shelf. You want them to all kind of mesh, but also like how does the can stand on its own? Like, do you understand what you're looking at if the can's by itself? So that's kind of like the priorities.
0: Sounds very, very intentional.
1: It's very intentional. And it's also like, it's so fun to have a job where you're like, oh, I think that the grapes should be turned to the left instead of the right. You know, like that's a, that's such a fun thing to, to be able to do and to talk about, you know? Absolutely.
0: This I've been asked a lot in my DMs, and I think it's simply because I have a very heavy Jewish following. When will the, I know the big question,
1: when is it going to be kosher? Um, we are currently in the process. Everything has been incredibly delayed as I'm sure everyone knows, um, by the past year and a half, but it's in the process. It's in the works. We hear you. I hear you. We're all, we're almost there. Fingers crossed. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: As soon as that happens, I will share because I feel like the Whole Foods, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, people are going to be so excited. And mm-hmm. I already know the oh, OU Heckscher. Sure. It's going to be like,
1: hell The second yes. it's kosher, it's going to be like, the sales are going to be like, bing. I think like mm-hmm. we periodically like Google like what's, what's happening, what people are asking about Olipop, whatever. And I think like last time we looked, is Olipop kosher was like the number one, like most Google searched thing about it. So wow. soon yeah
0: wow that's that is some interesting marketing research right say so
1: yeah we like to know what's going on
0: (laughs) yeah no it's very smart what does olipop mean and what went into creating the name
1: so pop is obviously soda um i'm totally gonna mispronounce it but ollie came from oligosaccharides oligosaccharides which are like they're chains of sugar molecules the most common ones are found in beans, peas, and lentils. There you go. That's how that's where we got Ollie from. Beans, peas, and lentils are obviously like very fibrous foods. So that's where it came from.
0: Combining fiber and soda into a name.
1: Yeah. There we go. Wow. Fiber soda.
0: <laughs> Again, see, very intentional. I love that everything is intentional. This like makes my heart so happy.
1: Our two, our two founders are very like. I think that they balance each each other out really well. Like Ben is the science guy. And then David is like the, David's very British and he is like the the marketing genius. So I think they really like balance each other out really well.
0: It's probably very important to have that. It's like a yin yang kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I think for sure.
0: Some branding gals would like to know if you're hiring.
1: That's a great question. Drinkolipop.com for all of our career opportunities
0: aside from the newest flavor of grape right because the orange squeeze was just so orange
1: cream is our seasonal flavor um melting away soon so if that's on your list yes grab some before it heads out classic grape is a permanent addition to the flavor lineup which is good because it's incredibly incredibly delicious um Mm -hmm. and other than that are there new ones we are always working on some fun stuff so keep an eye out follow us drink olipop um on insta and you'll be the first to know what's coming down the line
0: do you think that olipop will ever branch out beyond sparkling tonics
1: that's a really good question we've talked about it and like talked about that's the thing like when a brand branches out it's like you want to know what's gonna make the biggest impact, but also like what's gonna provide the most value, but also like what's gonna be most in line with the brand. Sometimes brands come out with things and you're like, what? That's a makeup company coming out with a protein shake. You're like, I can't connect the dots and it doesn't make sense to the consumer. Like you're saying, the brand is very intentional. I think if we do branch out outside of, of prebiotic sodas, um, it would have to make a lot of sense to the team, it would have to make a lot of sense for the consumer. We don't ever want to just like put something out there just to put it out there. I think our whole team is very aligned. We'd rather miss a launch, not do a launch if it doesn't make sense for the brand. So if we ever branched out, I mean, we're not going to be like, oh, now we're making yogurt covered pretzels. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) It would have to be like very intentional for the brand.
0: Totally. I have a question to go back to the influencer track. Yes. If a influencer or creator or maybe a regular Joe Schmo reaches out and says, I love Olipop, let's say it's through DMs. I love Olipop. I would love to work with you. Do you have any gifting campaigns coming up? Mm-hmm. And you on the brand side right back saying something along the lines of, we don't have the capacity for that right now, but mm-hmm. please check back. Yeah. This is like the million dollar question. What is the protocol for the person on the receiving end of that message? to do time-wise. We're talking one week, we're talking one month, we're talking 3 months because I think a lot of times people, especially in the influencer industry, want to make sure that they're seen and remembered but without being like
1: pushy. Hey,
0: it's me again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes that makes a lot of sense. I mean, for smaller brands, they're more like things can change so quick in a small brand. One second, you're on one track and you might not be doing a gifting campaign. And the next second, it's like, oh, now we are. We're doing it for this and we're doing it for that. Smaller brands are more like minute by minute. Bigger brands usually have their stuff planned out a little bit further in advance. I would say like we're a medium, medium, small brand. So (laughs) don't think like we're on top of things all the time. (laughs) But I think like a brand like our place, for example, like they know pretty far in advance what they're working on and what kind of gifting things they're going to be needing. So I think like that's something to consider is, is the size of the brand that you're reaching out to. But I also think for me personally, the way I kind of work is if someone reaches out and we're not currently working on something, but I know I want to work with that person again in the future, I write down that person's handle and their name. Like This person reached out, they reached out on this date. And that gives me like an idea of... Oh, I should follow up with this person. Oh, I know in a month I'm going to be working on this campaign. This person was interested, they'd be perfect for it. Not every not everybody can be as organized as I am, unfortunately. But I think that like 2 weeks is kind of a really good happy medium. For reaching out um, and following up. And I think that's true with like kind of most things. Another week can pass. Two weeks is kind of like a good, a good time frame, I think, like without being like pushy. If you're messaging me every single day and you're being like, what about today? I'm gonna be like, girl bye.
0: <laughs> with no salsa emoji.
1: No dancing salsa girl emoji, like one tier smiley face emoji. <laughs> that's the emoji I would send. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love it. Oh my God. That's so good. So anytime a guest comes on, I always ask them for their favorite product to share how they can get in touch with he or she. And I don't want to forget to mention yes, the giveaway.
1: Um, favorite product, like Olipop product or like world product?
0: No, world product. I always say the analogy is like, you're telling your best friend, I just
1: got this and I love it because X, Y, Z. Okay. That's a fabulous question. I love that my favorite product i'm like looking around trying to look at the stuff i use every day i have two current favorite products my first favorite product is a brand called keep your cadence um they are these little like reusable like to-go containers like travel containers they're made out of recycled plastic they come in a bunch of different colors they're magnetic um they're aapi owned and founded it's a small business they're kind of amazing, in my opinion. Um, and I've been using them all the time in my purse, in my everywhere. Awesome. And the other brand that I love is the Peak Tea. I don't know if you've heard of Peak Tea. Mm. Um, it's so good. I My favorite thing in the world is a hot tea. And that's like my most relaxing. Like every night before bed, I need to have a, a hot cup of tea. Every morning, I have a hot cup of tea. The peak tea jasmine green tea packets are the best. It's the best jasmine green tea I've ever had in my entire life. Wow! They're so they're so delicious. I'm yeah, order it, this. They're so good. They're so. Oh my gosh, they're so good. And they're like lead and heavy metal tested, so it's a really high quality tea. They're like dissolvable tea packets. I could probably talk about those for like a whole other hour. Do you um, buy them in
0: person or it's an online order?
1: So in Texas, I've I have found them at H E B but I don't think that that's like consistent. I think you might have to buy them online. And then how to get in touch with me. I have a beverage Instagram account. Buy me a Bev on Instagram. How fun Uh, are you? Yeah, it's my little passion project. (laughs) And then add me on LinkedIn. And those are my plugs. Oh, the giveaway. So like Molly said, definitely use code Molly. And then the number 10, at duringcolipop.com to grab some Pop, And then we're also going to do a little giveaway.
0: Okay, so for the giveaway, let's do a variety case to whoever wins and to enter rate and review the podcast and just mention that you listened to the Olipop episode and on my latest ig pop onto the feed and comment maybe the salsa dancing emoji
1: love with it. your
0: favorite flavor of Olipop. or if you haven't tried it yet which you really should uh just comment the flavor that you would most like to try
1: that sounds the yummiest yeah i love that yeah perfect thank Amazing. you so much for having me
0: Thank you so much. I love Olipop and now I love you.
1: Thank you. The <laughs> feeling is very property. mutual. Yes, the feeling is <laughs> very mutual. Have a
0: good one. You too. Thank Bye. You. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with your friends, family, loved ones, really anyone who you think would gain value from this episode. And if you're feeling up for it, please subscribe, rate, and review. It means so, so much.